0: episode two we 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 made it we made it eric we made it to a second episode uh which
1: we uh, did just barely
0: barely yeah um the minnesota sports variety show um i am david uh and my co-host is eric eric how you doing bud
1: yeah you know i'm doing pretty well i got a new medication that's supposed to help me sleep last night so i probably had the deepest slumber that i've had in like maybe my entire life so just kind of trying to shake off the cobwebs (laughs) and um talk talk sports and variety but um yes hopefully i'll be uh more lucid with all that stage three and stage four slumber so here we go
0: that's good yeah i i uh i was woken up very early by my children so um i uh am not have not slept really
1: so yeah one nice thing Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's one nice thing about my kids is that they they do sleep in a bit. They they kind of have mimicked uh, mom and dad's schedule where they're not not typically super early risers. So that's you know a lot of families they get up at like oh we you know it seems like a contest who can get up the earliest. So we get up at you know seven a.m. Well, we get up at six. We get up at five thirty, and I'm a night owl. I'm just thinking, man, why why would you want to be up that early?
0: I, I am also a night owl person, so uh, the fact that uh, my kids wake me up at 6:30 um, is not helpful. But uh, you know, you just you deal with it. <laughs> If I had a nickel parents. for
1: every time somebody told me, you should go to the gym in the morning, get your day started going to the gym in the morning. I'm like, listen, bud, like you haven't gotten to know me at all. There's a 0% chance that is going to happen. Like, yeah. I barely get to the gym in the afternoon. But anyway, so let's, let's learn more about us, David. So that's what's a couple okay. of your favorite, your favorite bands? How about, that's always a good measure of, uh, you know.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know, it's of something of uh, whether you have musical taste or not. Uh, I, you know, I, I, it's hard to say your favorite bands. I, I think I'll give you maybe like my top three shows I've ever seen. Good, um, like it. Uh, I've seen Prince many times um, uh, at Paisley Park, but at the show that I think about the most of his was at uh, when he played Excel Energy Center, uh, the Musicology tour um okay that was an amazing show uh i've seen i mean i've seen a lot of bands live um so but i saw uh primus when i was 13 at the roy Roy wilkins auditorium
1: oh i know the roy wilkins i saw uh, the the cypress hill and all those guys smoking grooves tour there yeah
0: i was 13 years old i I begged my my aunt to take me my aunt is like the cool the cool like like second mother for me um and she went there and, and we had to go through a metal detector so this is like 13 right so i'm i'm i think i'm a we're about the same age but it was like so yeah 19 like 95 ish right and uh she's like i've never had to go through a metal detector to go into a concert <laughs> before and then we were we had seats in the auditorium the auditorium on the second level and obviously with roy Wilkins, there's no there's no seats on the main floor um, and they' literally people are like lighting fires on the main floor. Um, that is then- the
1: loudest venue in the entire world, by the way. Can I tell you this? I saw Queens of the Stone Age there okay. like I don't know five eight years ago or something, and it was so loud. My buddy had two um earplugs, and he gave me one of them, and I could not literally could not hear until I got I went like to the bar watched the end of the wild game, drove home. And by the time I finally got to like Eden Prairie, my hearing was coming back. That, that's the <laughs> loudest venue.
0: Yeah, it is. And then, and, and that was like, that was like, this is before like the smoking bans indoors. So people could smoke. She's like, I was like, okay, you're definitely going to find out the difference between cigarette smoke and marijuana smoke tonight. Uh, and I'm pretty, <laughs> I am pretty sure I got a contact high, but I pretty, pretty sure that's the first time I ever got like a head marijuana in my system was after that Primus, Primus concert. I was 13 and then, um, very uh, fly. You know, the other, like, honestly, it's it's not one of my favorite bands, but it's one of the best concerts I've ever been to. ACDC,
1: okay, in okay. 2000, back
0: 2001, back. 2001 at the XL Andre Center. It was like one of the first concerts at the XL. Um, so they didn't quite have everything figured out yet. And
1: uh, good venue um, for shows, though. I do like shows there, I must yeah, say.
0: A, a buddy of mine, he or my, yeah, best friend bought the tickets. Um, and then he's like, hey. I think he was going to go somewhere else and then they, that person bailed like you want to go we were roommates at, at college and um so we went and then literally the guys there's like these two like you know so we were like 20 like what 19 these two like you know must have been at least in their 40s dudes ahead of uh, in front of us went down to buy drinks and they came back with like a, just a giant uh pint glass of tequila and, like mm, here you lovely. guys go um and we're like we were you know 19 and 20 whatever like we didn't he had no idea uh and we're like okay cool and again it, acdc puts on one of the best shows i've ever seen so um so yeah oh, so, so, my, bud-
1: my buddy's gonna listen to this He's a huge acdc fan so, so shout awesome. out to dave another dave <laughs> all right i'm gonna go quick um yeah. So, three favorite bands. Oh, I'll try to work in the shows if I remember. Okay, for sure. Number one is uh, PJ20. Uh, my wife, I believe, was pregnant, or we just had the baby at the time. So, I only went to the Friday night, and my friend stayed for the Saturday, and I was super jelly, but we tailgated like all day. We were out there for like playing bag toss at like 10 a.m. My legs were just jello by the time, I believe it was the, st- uh, the strokes that opened for them. And yep. it was just amazing being an alpine. They played for like three hours. There was like a lot of like B-side tunes that became like my new favorite like Pearl Jam songs. And it was just the vibes. People were like passing around the bottle. My, like, my feet were hurting so bad. And I was just like, um, I remember... It was during college football season so people next to me were like big tennessee fans and they were like checking scores and i was just like oh my plantar fasciitis is killing me and they're just like here like have some whiskey and i was like i don't really like drink hard alcohol but like uh, okay. i must because yeah it's been yeah. a really long day but that was amazing um i'm a big seether fan and funnily i i don't know if that's a word but i got clued on to them by um like the old apps that you would listen to and they would suggest bands like pandora when you're like at the gym i probably had on like pearl jam radio and it kept playing this like one band and i was like who the hell is this and then like i like looked them up and i was like i like like all of these songs and i kind of missed when they were actually popular so i found them like 10 years later okay and uh so then i started going to those and they used to come to the myth a lot which i think they like knocked that building down or whatever but i loved those little intimate shows they'd like play forever they'd like have all the they'd sell like all like their drum kit and like picks and just really it was like people knew them really well and you could be like really close and everything so those shows right. were awesome and then um i think i'd, I'd say i was a big lincoln park fan back in the day too like okay. right after college and everything and some of the lincoln park shows i saw at excel were were phenomenal so that's why now like with pearl jam coming i was willing to spend so much money on tickets because there's not that many bands that like i really want to see anymore, you know, that are still alive. Like Lincoln Park, one of the main members has passed. Um, you know, uh from um Outcast, they don't tour anymore. Like a Tribe Called Quest, one of their main members passed. So it's just kind of like there's really just down to like a few bands left that are touring so you know Pearl Jam was a lot of money but I was like screw it so I got tickets like 22 rows behind the stage I've never watched a uh, concert from behind the stage before so it's, that'll be interesting it's interesting, in- but it's we'll interesting.
0: yeah I've seen I've seen Pearl Jam like five or six times um, when I went when I went to look at, to buy tickets because I was I almost bought tickets to that show too the prices were just astronomical and at that point I was like I can't I can't really justify this even like behind the stage where you're, 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 you're sitting is like I was like, that's way too much money. And I I looked like, oh, let's see what the floor costs. And it was like six hundred dollars <laughs> for a floor seats. So I was like, yeah, I maybe well, I'll they like, get you I, so
1: much with the fees too. They that's that bait and switch thing. Cause I was like, yeah. Oh, this is this is high, but this isn't that high. But then by the time you get done with all the fees and the convenience fees, it's like, oh my god.
0: Yeah. Um I saw Pearl Jam at um at first Ave. Like, oh, saw, wow. like in yeah, like in the yeah mid nineties. Um I <laughs> My parents didn't like keep an eye on me as a child so basically <laughs> I, I was like i went to a lot of shows and stuff and i still love going to music shows. i go I, I go to a lot of shows that I, I live very close to the turf club in saint paul so it's like oh, yeah, I, can, yeah. I, I literally can walk to the turf club in about 20 minutes so um i i try to go to shows as much as i possibly can my my wife um loves loves music but does not love live music so mm. um which is you know her, her favorite band is queen which i also love as oh, cool. well, but um but yeah, we don't get to as many. Uh, she doesn't go to shows, so, I'm, and I I'm just basically like, well, I, you know, it's after, normally it's after the kids go to bed so I can I feel a little okay going to going to shows by myself. So,
1: yeah, yeah. that's awesome. They, yeah. They've got a queen cover band coming to the Hassan dinner theory. Dinner theater concert series, and though that place is amazing, the acoustics are great in there. Yeah, so I'd, I'd really like to see that one. All right, we better get to some sports since we're <laughs> extensively we we ost- a sports show. So, first, a shout out to my uh, one of my best buddies, Layden, who got a birdie at Stonebrook, I'm being called in Shakopee, uh a couple days ago. So, big big props to him. Um, it, it's not quite Sports Center, bud, but this is the best <laughs> we can do. Um, okay, uh, going moving into um, I wanted to react to this, uh, the T Wolves. It's a little bit um, past its time that this came out, but it's still kind of a big talker for the off season is just the signing of Nas Reed. It's kind of unexpected uh, three-year, $42 million deal. Um, pretty young, 24-year-old. He's coming off a career year for him, although that's you know uh, relatively low, 11.4 points and um, almost five rebounds a game. Uh, you know, it, it was a breakout year for him, but it was not a given that he was gonna come back. We already got Cat and Go Bear. And I just want to say, like, when I first heard about the Cat and Gobert deal, I did not think it was going to happen. It's pretty surprising to put, put two bigs together like that. It's kind of one of those all in plays where it's either going to be like a tremendous success and people are like, oh, why didn't we think of this? Or it's going to be a huge flop. And so far, it's kind of looking like a flop. Like there's a reason why people don't put two bigs together they're (laughs) clogging the they're clogging the lane but when I was thinking about it I was thinking oh maybe this will be like the the Lopez twins from Stanford Stanford you know when they made their run in the in the college um NCAA final four but it just hasn't been the case and I think really with how poor uh Rudy has been um they might have to move Cat. I mean, that's our biggest piece that we can move. Um, Ant's the future, and so I, I like Nas. I love yelling Nas in your area, or just you know, people like to yell Nas Reed. It's just like it's just a great name to yell. He's got so much energy and enthusiasm, and he's fun. And him and and Ant are both really fun together. And Cat and and Gobert just really aren't. Cat he mopes and he whines a lot, and he's always thinks he's fouled and And Ant just plays with that huge smile on his face. And so I I probably would move on Cat at this time. I don't think he's a winner. I think um, he scores a lot, but I think you can replace that. Ant's going to keep getting better. And really, you're kind of stuck. That's the only move I think they can really make. Otherwise, maybe you just run it back and hope that they can learn to play together better. But um, it it was a big move. I give them props. Um, I laud them for making a big move, but it's seeming like, not so great this far, but I guess we'll see. So anyways, yeah. that's my take on the off season.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, well, I'm not, so I'm not a huge basketball fan. So, um, like uh, obviously I, I, but it, is this, uh, would you say that this is like a move that was, is being done by, uh, I mean, like A-Rod's coming in to own the team and eventually here in the next several years. Right. So like, yep. is this And I, and I, I do remember when that they made that Rudy Gobert trade, uh, and they, they already had Carl Anthony Towns. I was like, that seems like an odd trade to make. Um, I it know was. Gobert, and that's what everybody
1: said. It was a big swing. It was a really yeah. big swing. And I, and they must have had reasons behind it. But now it's just looking like. And Gobert's kind of come down in his plays. His defense is still there. But he just, he has well, that, you know, handle. That's what that's, that's I heard machine. from
0: That's what I heard from everybody, though, is that, like Rudy Gobert's a good defensive player. He is. Carl Anthony Towns does not play defense. Um, Correct. So, like, how do you. like? But. You need, but, you but, need but now you got two big that. guys that's clogging
1: two. the lane for Ant. Ant's a slasher and a driver, right. and now you got two bigs that are clogging the lane. I, and I don't know. And then you got Luca Garza, who's looked good in small stretches as a reserve. So we'll we'll see what happens there. But it's something that definitely are keeping an eye on because that's their biggest trade bait is is Cat, obviously. Um, okay, so and, and they also uh,
0: and they also don't have any draft picks guys. because of that Go Bear trade, right? So like, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, they, um, you know, but. I was going to say like some of those second round picks and, and whatnot don't matter as much. I know they gave up more of that for, for go but, but then I always, people always say that, but then look, a, look at the MVP, Nicola, you know, Nikola Jokic, Joker, he was a second round pick. And so, you know, I think they showed he was drafted during like a Taco Bell commercial or whatever. So you just, you never know yeah. with these picks, but yeah. um, I, I love it when the, when the T wolves are good, man, they've only been to the playoffs a couple times in the last 20 years and, I got so frustrated with that rocket series. Cause it felt like there was just a ton of like illegal screens and for Harden. And then this last time, you know, it's just, um, I, I really want them to be competitive. So I'm, I'm hoping I just, for everybody in this town, it'd be nice to have some playoff success in this town. We're so, so yeah. starved for it, you know? Oh, for sure.
0: For sure. It's, I mean, I don't, I have nothing against the Timberwolves. I just, I'm like, they've also never been, relevant yeah, win a in, playoff in, series
1: and get back in to my me. lifetime. I know. So like, I know those, those memories from like the 2004 season or whatever it was. Like, 2004, 2005. It's just like they stick yeah, with you. Just the I, Kings and all that. I, oh, I grew up.
0: I grew up with like in '87. I was five years old. That, like one of my first memories is watching the Twins win the World Series in '87 at my parents' house. My parents, the place where my parents told we had just moved in, like maybe like a month earlier. And it's like on the house sitting on the hardwood floor, hardly any furniture, and like watching the Twins with the Royal States with my dad in 87, the 91 as well. And then um, the North stars uh, in the, in the nineties, like getting to the Stanley Cup yeah. finals. So, like those are the teams like I gravitated towards because like I saw them win shit. And then obviously with soccer, you know, the, the Minnesota, United or the stars actually at the time, not, the, not Minnesota United, but so like, I'm used like, I have the, most of those, my teams haven't won shit in, you know, a long fucking yep. time. But the same. I, I still want I still saw them with stuff. And then like when the Timberwolves came, it was like, oh, this is fun. And then like they just were terrible. And they've just basically been either terrible or like just good enough to get their ass kicked in the first round. Like had how does that build a fan base, you know? So
1: oh, wow, like similar to the uh, a lot of other teams in this town, like <laughs> Quinn, for instance. Exactly. But yeah, just so just uh, kind of dovetailing from that, I just wanted to mention speaking of other, um, teams that don't win things. Uh, I am also a university of Minnesota fan, which I did not mention last time, uh, football, uh, sky, Yuma, roll the ball, go gophers. Yep. And, uh, also basketball. I mean, that final four run was amazing. Bobby Jackson, all that. Um, I, you know, I like hockey, um, as well. I haven't watched as much, um, recently, but I used to watch a lot of gopher hockey. Um, I dated a gal who's, uh, parents had season tickets we used to go a lot when i was a teenager and that was always fun and then i went to the university of massachusetts amherst and so uh refused to lose umass marcus canby and all that so we had that final four run and then um they've been terrible pretty much ever since but their hockey team is actually now good so every once yeah. in a while um i watch some umass hockey we've been into a final and won a chip in the last few years so yeah for anyway sure those are uh, hopefully you know some of the college teams will be good this year and we'll have something to talk you about know, and that,
0: that that's that actually is the nice thing is that the, the college teams actually some are generally pretty good and um whether it's hockey or wrestling uh, wrestling at the refs wrestling yes. down recently but um they're still pretty good the volleyball team um the women's True. volleyball team is fucking amazing at the u so um like yeah there's you know there's lots of there's lots of the the, the, the great thing about Twin Cities is that there's so many like opportunities to like watch like high level athletes play. Um, If you, if, yeah, you, really, and if I, you want to, you know, Whether it's, and, like, and I think that's one thing that
1: hurts the college team to be honest, is that there is so much here. Like usually the big colleges, the college is everything, right? It's like, you're the big man on campus. You're the only show in town. And here you're right downtown in a city where you got like the five major sports and all this other stuff. And I think that does pull some of the, resources away from the school and makes it a little tougher to compete there's not a lot of top colleges that that operate in a downtown kind of scenario like that but but it it's it's nice for us as as the fans to have this here so yeah all right now getting on to the big topic here that everybody's been waiting for i'm a barbie girl in a barbie world did you hear about the beef with that song by the way that they had like sued aqua and that's why the song like couldn't be on there or whatever
0: oh no I have not. Mattel? i've not heard that. yeah yeah because yeah. everybody's okay. like
1: oh why aren't they playing the song and it's like oh they they can't They're well, not they, on good
0: terms. there's there's a there is a so it's not in this it's not in the movie um we're, we're obviously referencing the the barbie movie uh which i saw on thursday night at, uh and is i think like the best movie i've ever seen um maybe not like you know Maybe not the best movie I've ever seen, but the best movie I've seen so far in 2023. I and I well, I, I like.
1: I knew you I liked like, it because you immediately went and like wrote like a blog post about it, and I was I like, did. "Dude, save I it did. for the pod." Jeez.
0: I did. Well, no, I, there was nothing spoilery, nothing spoiler in that. Um, FY, it, it, it's uh, it's I have a, a Substack, the days I know. Dot uh, Substack. dot com. If you want to, if you want to subscribe, it's totally free. Um, I very, I write there occasionally. I don't write there very often, but yeah, you used to um, write more i yes and i've uh, you know i wish i i wish i could write more um or have the ability to write more i really just need to make, make the time but um anyways so i saw barbie uh on thursday and again like this was this is the best movie i've seen in, in 2023 i like going to the movies um by myself i'm totally fine going to the movies by myself and just hanging out I have a i have a specific i don't
1: seat. think i've ever done that i don't think i have not that i, would, I recall
0: i would highly recommend it man it, it is nice i have a specific seat that i like to sit in um okay so like when people are sitting next to me i get kind of annoyed but you know it's it whatever you do it you do what you can um so like i know exactly where i want to sit in the theater whether it's an imax theater or a regular theater i i know exactly where i want to sit
1: um, oh man you are a serious movie goer okay
0: yeah i unfortunately i weirdly i don't have like the amc a, a a class a cast or, or a, a,
1: a, a oh a stop the, the stubs the thing yeah or whatever, yeah, what yeah, think, a yeah. or
0: whatever and then or like movie pass or anything like that but um so yeah so i, I mean i don't because i don't go i don't go like every week but i when there's big movies that are coming out so i've seen um uh, into the, the, the like across spider-verse uh asteroid yeah. city the new wes anderson movie um I saw the machine the burke kreischer the new Burt kreischer movie which is hilarious mm. by the way if you want
1: to
0: <laughs> It's, I think it's probably on VOD right now. Um, it's really good. Asteroid City, I thought, was a really good Wes Anderson movie. Um, yeah, I love Anderson. Wes Anderson. Yeah, so I do. I think it, it, I, I rank it probably like uh, probably like
1: three okay, or four we can't, in Wes Anderson. We cannot get into ranking Wes Anderson movies. Yes, or okay. or I'm going to be here for 15 minutes. We'll, all right, we'll, no, we'll tell, do, tell us about Barbie. Well, yeah, yeah, We can we'll, have a whole show on that. <laughs> we'll, 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 do, we'll
0: do Wes Anderson later. Uh, so, so Barbie, so I don't want to spoil it, because I think I really yeah. think people should see this movie. Um, I, all I'm going to say... Is that uh, the the jokes? It's like this is like it's not. You could bring your kids to this movie probably if like they're like in the old, you know, you know, in the 10, 11, 12 range. Uh, and sure. They'll and they'll get a lot of the jokes and everything. It's not a kids movie. It's definitely right. It has more adult themes. Um, but it's also it's also like I didn't think so. I'm trying to trying to trying to say this without like spoiling anything for people. Um, the fact that they made that Mattel allowed this movie to be made says a lot about Mattel and the people who are running the, I guess the IP, the intellectual property Ooh, at Mattel, intriguing. um, and that they're, they're allowed that they, it, so it's, it, it definitely skewers, it skewers Mattel. Um, it doesn't, it, it makes fun of Barbie, but also like at the same time, like, Barbie's in on the joke and like, right. And she gets it and they get it. Eyes they,
1: wide open. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it's, it's, uh, I, I think the, the I think I the one thing I wrote in the, in the sort of little like blog posting that I did is like, I cried probably like yeah. three, or, three or four times. I also laughed like three or four. I mean, I, I laugh way more than I cried, but like I cried in that movie. And, like I don't, and I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a crier. I'm, I'm openly admit like I, I, I cry at movies and I cry at TV shows and I cry when things are happening, but, um, I did not expect that, that. It would be no, that That was surprising
1: to me. So, yeah, I, I, I read a little bit about um, Mattel and, and their thoughts on this. And, you know, surprise, surprise, it's kind of from a business standpoint, they wanted to open up get barbie away from just being a toy and they want it to be more of like a world there's like a whole barbie world and that's going to be a lot more material goods and oh, whatnot that they, they want to sell or whatever so they de- like they definitely see yeah, it wasn't for benevolent reasons that they're doing this oh, but no, um, no no and i'm not yeah i'm not giving, yeah, i'm not gonna yeah. for
0: that like they definitely see barbie world and everything um yeah there, yeah there are some there are some jokes in there that like that only people who grew up in our like our um generational cohort which is like what like technically like old millennials or whatever. Yeah. Like, there's some jokes that, that you would, you will get that your kids will be like, I don't, that's what
1: Sure. And, yes. then, and I'll
0: just say there's one specific joke about, I, I don't know if you know, if you remember the, uh, um, the pregnant Barbie midge, which was, no, it no, I don't think so. okay. So there's <laughs> a joke about midge. Who's a pregnant Barbie, but not actually technically a Barbie. Um, that's that funny. They, that they hit, they hit that joke like four times and every single time they hit it it's like it's it's better like it's it's not even like they're like funny. hitting you over the head with it like it's just it gets a better and better joke and so yeah all i can say all i'll say is like go fucking see barbie like go see barbie it is an it's an amazing all right movie. all right um,
1: and then I did. You like people? Just... You like the people advertising those on running shoes? That it's like every ad in my Twitter feed is like on running, on running. I'm like, I wrote the people back and like, Jesus Christ, I'll try the goddamn <laughs> shoes on if you stop like advertising to me.
0: And and so the other thing I'll say though, I did. So it is Oppenheimer opening weekend as well. Like the Barbenheimer, yes. and I did see Oppenheimer yesterday. Um, actually, I literally I took a, um, a half day at work and, and went and saw Oppenheimer in the Slacker.
1: afternoon.
0: And when <laughs> listen, I, I planned this out. Eric, I, I talked to Pat, I was like, I've, I'm like, I'm taking a half a an day and I'm going to go see Oppenheimer. Um, and uh, But when I left Oppenheimer, so Oppenheimer, I'll just very quick, uh, short review of that one. Also amazing, see it in IMAX. If you want to see a Christopher Nolan movie, like, you should see it in IMAX first before you watch it again. Yeah. Um, the sound effects, the, the sound mixing the audio was great. Robert Downey Jr. Uh, was fucking am- like amazing in this movie. Sorry, I, I'm trying to try not to swear too much. Um, amazing in this movie. Uh, and, uh, and then also, um, I left that movie, like, it was like, it's almost three hours. I left that movie. And as I was heading home, I was like, God, I wish I just had seen Barbie again. That's all <laughs> <laughs> I felt about going to and well, I would, I That's would definitely, funny. I would, I would highly recommend Oppenheimer too, especially if you can see it in IMAX. Um, Sometimes I, I it kind that, of
1: depends on like what mood you're into. Like, am right. I in the mood for more of a comedy, more of a drama? That's, and, I mean, and like for me, it's mainly like what are my kids in the mood for? Which is typically The Little Mermaid. So I've seen right. that twice, once in 3D, which was which was, <laughs> which was kind of cool, I have to admit.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, actually, my uh, my son is really into The Little Mermaid right now, so um, we're we're basically. I think I was going to take him to see the little mermaid in the theater, uh, like on a Saturday, you know, like a month and a half ago or whatever. And, or no, no, it's elemental. I was going to ask if you want to go see elemental Oh and yeah, yeah. The, the morning of, he's like, no, I don't want to go. And I'm like, okay, I guess I okay. won't go see a movie with you, but, um, we're, we're waiting for the, we've been watching. Have you seen the little mermaid live on Disney plus? They do Oh, like...
1: you're goddamn right. I have,
0: <laughs> my kids are really into that right now too. So I'm, I'm waiting for the little mermaid uh, live action one, um, come to Disney plus, and then we'll, then we'll watch that. So maybe once i watch that, we can do a, we can get, we can give our full reviews of of Little Mermaid.
1: So, okay. So I have not been watching a ton of movies recently. Like I keep a list of all these movies I want to watch and all these podcasts I want to listen to and books I want to read and TV shows I want to watch. And I just don't watch as many movies or read as many books. So those lists I have like a million of, but I am low on podcasts, which I crush and TV shows. So if folks can hit me up on Twitter, big game, grade a 27 and give me your podcast and TV show recommendations. I would much appreciate it. Um, recently. So just to give you an idea of things I kind of like, I watched Cleo, on Netflix, which was awesome. I I love how Netflix has so many foreign TV shows, by the way, um, that was East German. The woman's name is, uh, I'm gonna probably botch this, but Jella or Hella Haas, and she's phenomenal. She's like an East German Stasi spy, so check that out. Um, okay. And then another one I watched was High Water, which was Polish, it's about a true story where like a town in Poland flooded. And again, like kind of the co-lead there is a really strong um woman actress and it was it was very good as well. And then I watched quarterbacks on Netflix, which was very interesting. It followed uh Mr. Kirk Cousins, Kirk O'Chains himself, uh the man, Patrick Mahomes, and also, oh, who am I blanking on the third guy? Uh Marcus Mariota. Is that who it, no. It was somebody bad. Yes. Correct. Right. Anyway, the, uh, he left the team in like week 12 to get surgery. And so kind of kind of lost the thread on him. But a couple of things that really stood out to me was the crazy ass Bills game that the Vikings had is really cool. Right. Watching that one, okay. the crazy ass Colts comeback, like the greatest comeback in all time. I remember I was at the Mall of America and I took my, uh, my daughter and my niece there to just, like, go to Crayola. And I was like, oh, good. Like, I took them on a date. And everybody's like, oh, thanks, like, Uncle Eric for taking them. And I'm like, they're, you're going to miss the game. And I'm like, ah, they're getting killed anyways. Like, good day for me to be, like, the great get great dad cred. And then all of a sudden, they just start mounting the comeback. And I'm like, oh, guys, we, we got to go. And we, like, <laughs> drove to my I, parents' house, like, just caught the end. And I, I was catching a little bit of it on my phone. But just what yeah. a wild. I think, I,
0: I think that game I, I left uh, to go play Ultimate Frisbee um, with this team I've been playing on for like 15 years like I left that hack right before halftime and they were down whatever it was like what 30 to nothing 31 or, or, and, or yeah and, and, and then I we, we got done playing and we went to the um, you know the bar to hang out afterwards and they, they were like they're they like that the game winning drive and I was like wait they, they were like down third like what the hell happened in like, <laughs> the hour the hour and a half that I was gone so yeah I remember that one
1: yeah. Yeah. That, that was crazy. And then, um, I don't know, just some of the things that stuck out to me were, I mean, how much you have to put into it. It's wild. Just all the exercises that Mahomes does, all the crazy ass drills, um, the mental fortitude, you have to play that position. I mean, there's a reason why only like 15 people in the world are like good enough to play that position. You have to have everything, right? right. The strength, stamina, persistence. I mean, some of these play calls like the playbook, it's it's really complicated, especially for the quarterback because they have to know everybody's position. And one thing that I thought was really funny and interesting was usually like a play call is something short. Like I know um, John Gruden always does. Uh, his favorite is spider Two why spider Two why banana. Right. So like four words spider to y banana but some of these other calls they're doing like kirk is doing was like x route go uh upfield uh you know wavy gravy um the the spy goes left it was like a whole sentence it was like oh my god like it's crazy like just to have that long a call you're kind of just telling everybody where to go and he he really seemed to go the extra mile i will say even though apparently he takes every tuesday off which was kind of odd but um He's sitting after practice with these little, little headband on and the electrodes like tap to his forehead and he's watching his little uh, iPhone or whatever he's got. And apparently his mind can somehow make the picture clearer. If it starts to like fade, he's using like his mental strength to like make the picture clear. And I didn't really understand that. And it was weird. And I don't know if that's real science or what, but just the lengths that these guys are willing to go, you know, you hear them sleeping in cryogenic chambers or doing whatever. I mean, it really is very intense. Um, I'll say that you got to give them a a lot of credit. Kirk came off as the nicest guy. He's like signing autographs after that devastating playoff loss. He's just like pulling his car over. And, and the, you know, the folks are like, Oh, you should have been the MVP. And he's just like, oh thanks gee that's nice of you to say just like i i kind of had this thought of kirk is just kind of a kind of a wet blanket like pushovery type guy and this kind of made it seem like no he he is like a strong like man you know what i mean like yeah he's like oh. the suburban kind of nerdy dad whatever but so that was cool so anyway yeah. um uh you know i'd say check out Check out quarterbacks. Um, okay. It really is an interesting uh, insight into those guys. And
0: yeah, uh, when I get Netflix back, I, we canceled Netflix a little while ago. It saved some money. So like, I'll definitely I'll, I'll pop back on. A um, couple other I'll things. Just I'll, you, I'll just give you my login. <laughs> uh, a couple other shows actually that are on Netflix, if you're interested, especially if you, you mentioned the East German and Polish show. Um, have you ever seen Babylon Berlin?
1: I watched it because of you, buddy, and okay. it is amazing. What, season four is coming out soon here, I think? Yeah, I think
0: I think so. And then um, the other two the other two shows, um, also by German creators, uh, have you ever seen Dark on Netflix? Yes. Okay, and then it's, have you it's seen...
1: Almost a, it was almost a little too wild for me, man. Okay. I was having some yeah. trouble have you keeping along with it. eighteen
0: Eighteen ninety nine. That's the other show that oh, the people from Dark oh. did?
1: All right, I, we don't have time to talk about 1899 right now. Okay. My mind was... <laughs> i i i had rough sleep for like a week after that one that was very confusing yeah uh
0: if you if you're oh into like if you're into like the germans make some some weird existential shit and so if you're yeah. into like if you're into that stuff like dark and 1899 buckle are, up
1: buckle yeah, up yeah dark, dark and 89
0: are, are are crazy so uh um, i was
1: trying to even just explain that show to my little brother and he's like i this doesn't make sense and i'm like yeah it, it does. doesn't I, I don't think i don't think I mean, <laughs>
0: It doesn't, but it does. Like when like, you watch oh, yeah, it, it does. Yeah. But it's like you're like, yeah, if you, yeah, it's hard, like, yeah, it's really hard to explain to, to somebody. What so. kind
1: of drugs you would need to be on to write that? Like, <laughs> I try to like write a little bit myself too, and I'm like, I could never even imagine writing something like that. Unbelievable.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, yeah, it's an it's a it's an intense experience. So so yeah, so hit up Grady if you have a podcast or or Twitter or um TV show recommendations. Apparently, he's you know looking for looking for stuff so i just i just started watching the new um season of justified um which is uh one of my all time yeah. favorite shows so um, i've watched
1: a little bit of justified yeah
0: timothy oliban I, like, I like that actor yeah yeah he's yeah he's so, great so yeah i just i started that and then um there's another show oh uh i mean i'm i'm a sucker for all the marvel and star wars shows so yeah, andor yeah. If you haven't seen andor andor's really good um I'm watching secret invasion right now. It's not as great as I would like it to be, but you know, at at some point there's just diminishing returns on, on some of that stuff. So um, I'm very excited for the second season of Andor, which I think is already shot. So I don't think it's going to the writer strike is going to affect anything. Um, But that will be coming out, I think next year. So very excited for that. So.
1: I just wanted to follow up. It it is Marcus Mariota that they uh, followed. He seems like a really nice guy. Um, He is, um, like hawaiian and they do a lot like showing his like cultural background and um he uh, you know had some knee problems he had to had to decide to have surgery they were trying to move on and you know i i don't um that's a tough decision like i had massive knee surgery and i could see where he was coming from you know like the team was planning on moving on he didn't need to have all this meniscus out and so you know i don't want to discount him he's, he's interesting in the show it's just you know, you got Patrick Mahomes and Kirk Cousins, and they're having all these important games yeah. down the stretch, right? And then he's just kind of gone. But I, I, I did find that person who's kind of on the edge of, like, being the starter. You had kind of your great quarterback, your kind of middling guy, and then kind of your bottom guy. It was a nice kind of breadth of yeah, how that can be, right? So I've, they did I've, a good job, I think. I've heard that.
0: really good things about it. I'll definitely, definitely have to check it out. So, um.
1: Okay, cool. So now next is... Um, Okay, just one last thing on podcasts. Whoever uh, listens to podcasts, go and listen to Radio Lab. Like last week or the week before, they played the episode on the horse versus man. It's like a, a running race contest. That's one of the best like radio episodes, individual podcast episodes ever. Radio Lab's amazing that episode is so good i i don't usually like rewatch movies or rewatch tv shows or re listen to th- things i every time they replay that episode i listen to it so i've probably listened to it like 3 to 5 times now okay. and it's abso- it's absolutely amazing it um it starts off with your butt and why your butt is the biggest muscle in your body and how important it is and then it goes back like anthropologically to why humans started running and how important running is to the species and how we've evolved to be running, but it's it's so much more than that. Um, I don't want to get into it too much more, other than to say just okay. just give it a listen. It's really interesting. Like people can be faster than a horse, and it's so strange, but true. That,
0: that is, yeah. Uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to check uh, it out. Give that, give that a listen for sure. Um, I mean, I didn't didn't realize that my ass was the the best part of me, but I I thought it was my calves mostly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I'll take it. I'll take Definitely. it. I'll, I'll do it. So cool. Um, uh, cool. Well, let's maybe let me jump into some a little more soccer and yes, uh, st- specific stuff here. So if you if you are if you don't like soccer, you hate America, and you hate soccer, um, you can stop. Push listening. a fast can,
1: forward button for yeah. We'll probably two minutes.
0: We'll, we'll probably be done after after this. But um, uh, I do I watched the U.S. Women's National Team. Uh, they the World Cup, the Women's World Cup in New Zealand. Um, Australia started on Thursday, early, early, early Thursday morning. Um, and the U.S. women's team played last night against Vietnam. Uh, they won three to nothing. It was a, a, they should have scored probably like six or seven. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. And it just, you know, I think we don't talk too much about uh, women's soccer, especially or women's sports generally. But um, with the U.S. women's national team, they are the favorites going into this tournament. They should presumably, um, they'll, they'll get another group. They're, they have a group with uh, the Netherlands and Portugal. Um, Netherlands are the team that they beat in the finals back in uh, the 2019 World Cup final in in France. Um, and then Portugal's coming up and they're uh, a pretty good team as well, but um, not anywhere near the, the level of the U.S. Women's National Team. So I think the... I go to the Blackheart. I live very close there, so I would encourage people to check it out. Um, I know for the Netherlands game this coming Wednesday, it's at, also at 8 p.m., uh, TCO, the uh, Vikings training facility in, where Minnesota Aurora plays, is hosting a watch party. Um, the Aurora is hosting a watch party there. Um, and then uh, their third and final game is at like 2 o'clock in the morning, um, which the Black Blackheart is going to be open for. So um, if you want to... I definitely say, like, check out World Cup. Uh, uh women's world cup action if you definitely want to come um that i say check out the black heart especially because obviously that's where i that's my local and that's where i try to support things uh and um they'll be open for most of the knockout round um early uh, games and the games are like two o'clock in the morning so um go to sleep take a nap and then come out and watch soccer for a couple hours then go home and go to bed they go to work so <laughs>
1: That is a cool thing. It does make for like a, a unique experience and, you know, kind of camaraderie yeah. and all that. It, um, it was, I saw,
0: I watched all, like every game, but for one of the men's world cup, which was in Qatar at the Blackheart. Um is me and, and my buddy, David, David Kelly made it to every single game. I made it to every game, but one I missed, I missed one, like five, 8th, four AM kickoff or whatever. And everybody gave me shit about it. And I was like, "Listen, I, I fucking needed to sleep. I can't."
1: I, can't. I, gotta, I gotta, sleep sometimes, guys. <laughs> so,
0: uh, so yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's 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 it, yeah, it is really fun experience. If, if there's any of those uh, like two AM games that are going on and you want to come down, um, that the that black card is open for, like, let me know because I will, I will, uh, I'll say hi and and it, you'll meet a bunch of really cool people um, who are just into soccer and and kind of nerds and um, nerdy about soccer, so um yeah it's it's fun i would say yeah highly recommend world cup viewing with with other people um especially so and i know it's like it's on fs1 or in, in fox uh, and then um if you want to watch it in spanish it's on uh all the games are on peacock so if you have peacock you can, you can watch it there too
1: i really enjoy watching games in spanish sometimes i don't understand yeah. much spanish but just uh i like it i feel like um there's just so much like passion about it. It just like, uh, I don't know. I it just, it's, it's a great vibe. Um, I, I love women's soccer. I think it's the best women's sport by none for me. And I just think, um, I, I, I just, I really enjoy it. So, um, yeah. like, this is a great event. Um, okay. Now mo- moving on to this, what uh, just really don't, we don't have to get into this too much, but what are your overall thoughts on Saudi Arabia kind of poaching the, the soccer stars? Like, I'm sure you're like not happy about it, but like what can be done about it? Like what, <sighs> You yeah. know, I mean, what what's the future of this? What does it hold? You know, is I, everybody going to go to the, you know, the oil lands, and that's where all the good soccer is yeah. going to be, or what? Where are we headed?
0: So, yeah, I have I have lots of thoughts about this. I'll try I'll try to keep them. I'll try to keep it uh, tight for you. Um, I'm particularly perturbed about this because Jordan Henderson, who's the captain of Liverpool, um, I had decided, a feeling.
1: I I noticed that in one of your tweets.
0: <sighs> he took. Uh, I mean, he's so.
1: So and, and, getting, and not just you, by the way, of numerous oh yeah. people.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's, it's, particularly, upset it's it. particularly galling because he has um, um, been openly a pro-LGBTQ advocate. Um, he's been very, very, very vocally open about it. He's written about it. He uh, ran the rainbow Laces campaign in the, in the, the Premier League um, and, and for the World Cup in, in uh, Qatar. Um, he has, he, you know, he basically was the guy who led... You know, during the during COVID um, lockdown and shutdown and stuff in, in England, um, the, the rallied myriads of players to like donate money um, to you know the the essential workers, the healthcare workers, and things like that. Um, and it's just he's been an advocate, a, a just generally a progressive advocate. For, uh, and then um, he was, you know, he he took an offer uh, of it basically it basically tripled his salary, right? So. Um, I, you, you can't so there's like I have conflicting thoughts about it right like I'm I'm a I, um, very much a, hey you know g- get paid what you're worth kind of guy right uh, and but also like, the hypocrisy of of going to Saudi Arabia is is a whole other thing and the thing I'll say about it generally is that this so it's reminiscent of what happened I don't know if you remember like was it like ten years ago when the Chinese Super League did this like they they brought. Like Drogba, um, they bought a, they bought a bunch of players uh, to China. Um, I think this was like like yes, yeah, must have been ten years ago. So it's like before Beijing was hosting the Olympics, um, they just yeah brought a they bought a bunch of players from Europe, um, a lot mostly specifically from England, but from other European leagues as well, uh, and gave them a shit ton of money and basically were like because they were trying to like prop up their their soccer program. Agenda, you know, political agenda or whatever. Um, I would, I wouldn't feel so bad about it if all these teams weren't, you know, mostly owned by the uh, Saudi private investment fund. Um, I mean, because whatever. Like, if you are a soccer club and you want to pay a bunch of money for a player, say like a Messi, and Messi wants to come to your team, like, cool, like good for you. But the fact that it's this is a, um. And not even like a, not even seemingly, literally a uh, a political tool that the um, Saudi Arabian government is using, is that's like that, That's the frustrating thing to me. And then
1: sports um, washing, they call it. Yeah.
0: Right? Yep. And I and like I said I don't begrudge any player of trying to get as much money as they possibly can. Right. Like this is life changing money. Like literally, not not even their life changing. It's like it's their children and their children's children's life changing if they are smart and, and about it. So. Um, So yes i don't begrudge anybody who is like who does that but uh, it's also at the same time i'm like i kind of the hypocrisy of of it all is uh a frustrating thing so i'm trying to long story short i'm just i'm trying to navigate those waters of like how do i i I mean i can feel but i can i can do it however the hell i want and but i also i also try i'm trying to understand and appreciate you know the reasons why people would do it but then i'm like come back to like but yeah but like they literally kill people and you can't as as an as an uh lgbtq plus advocate like those people cannot exist in saudi arabia like they don't according to saudi arabia they don't exist um which is which is a whole other thing and so if you are if you care about human rights you have to also have a have a you know a metaphorical conversation in your head about all that stuff so um and it when it especially when it is affects one of your you know what my team specifically, right? Like, mm-hmm. my, I'm Liverpool. losing, a, I'm losing a captain. Um, I'm losing, but I'm also, it's also a dude who's like genuinely been a good guy, and that's
1: the other particularly thing, particularly like, go- galling, straight, yes, yeah. If it,
0: if, it, if it was, if it was a, if it was like a Nabi Keda or somebody who I know is an asshole, I'd be like, okay, fine, whatever, go to go yeah. to Saudi Arabia. But with the guy that I know, um, I mean, and I don't you know, I know in like the, the like hypothetical quotations, right? Like, I don't know that I've never met Jordan Harrison, so I don't know if he's a good guy, but I, I, everything I've read, everything I've, people have talked about podcasts, you know, TV appearances, things like that. He just genuinely seems like a very good guy. And the fact mm. that he's doing it um, is, you know, that's where the, that's where the, a lot of the frustration lies.
1: Well, that, that's understandable. I mean, I, you know, I, I think you you said it pretty well, but it it's a, there's a lot of things where it's kind of like a gray area where if you start playing that game of like, well, this country isn't that great either. or These people don't do this, but you kind of gave a very clear reasoning of why they are particularly yeah. troublesome. And, and, and I think that's fair. Yeah. You know?
0: Don't don't get me wrong. Like the U.S. is we don't have we, we, you know, we don't really get to a, have a. a we can say what we want, but like we also need to understand and appreciate the hypocrisy of, of our situations and <laughs> stuff too. Like I get, and I get that, right? Like there's no yeah, there's yeah. no one country that's like great and good and, right. and doing all the right things. Maybe unless you're like um, Iceland or something. Um, but mm-hmm. even even the Icelandic soccer team has a has a problem with uh, um, uh, yeah. misogyny and and, and right. stuff. Like there's no there's no one place that's like perfect. And I think perfect is the Ethiopia. enemy. Of good. Yeah. Perfect is the enemy of good, right? Like we, 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 yeah. need but, but having, but understanding that and, and is important and, and helpful and we should be doing that, but also um, it just, it, it just, it fucking hurts when, uh, yeah, when it happens to a, a guy that you had lots of, like just outstanding respect for, right? Like I, Cristiano Ronaldo go like taking you know a hundred million dollars to play in, in in Saudi Arabia. I'm like, cool. Like that dude is a racist <laughs> and, and and deserves all the bad press yeah. that he gets.
1: A guy like Jordan, Harrison. surprised at all. Yeah,
0: a guy like Jordan Harrison is. Just, yeah, it's it hits it hits different. So um, makes and sense. Yes, and I and I understand like I have to like that's that's my own personal thing. Like I need to get over that. I need to figure that shit out. Um, but it it just I still like. It's only gonna. I think it's only gonna keep happening. Like, I don't think Saudi Arabia. So what happened with the Chinese? They're League, not running like,
1: out of money anytime soon. <laughs>
0: no, they're not. And the Chinese Super League, basically, um, like five or like three years into like that experiment, they decided to stop. Basically, they, they, the government told them stop paying money for soccer players um, <laughs> and develop Chinese players, which is good for for the for the Chinese soccer. You know, Chinese soccer. Um, I don't think that's gonna happen in Saudi Arabia. So this this is like mm. this is the start of something. Not this isn't like. Well, this is going to be done in like three years like this is like i don't think this is changing anytime soon um well like will saudi arabia get up to the, one of the be one of the, like you know the top 10 leagues in the world like uh you know all the european leagues mls Liga of things like that it'll take some time but that i think is their goal um hmm. so
1: just hey, this- uh, touching on uh, Liga Liga Mekis makes me think of the uh, match last night with uh, with Messi and uh, Miami and Cruz Azul. I uh, I watched that. Me and my neighbor kind of synced up. We were like late to start the game on, so like we called okay. each other and we're like, okay, like start it like right now or whatever. And nice. uh, and we watched it. Yeah, and it, and it was really fun. Um, and just uh, I I wasn't sure about this tournament, like playing with like league mx i wasn't sure like how people are going to take it like the level of the competition and i found myself like watching it being like this is really fun um this is this is like exciting soccer yeah. the whole the whole messy thing was getting crazy i mean like taylor twelman was like how much do you think they'll sell his like piece of gum he's like chewing i'm like okay like simmer down buddy like but (laughs) but it was it was a spectacle the fireworks when like miami scored their goal and those cool like light pink uniforms and just seeing Messi out there doing messy things i mean it 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 was a lot of fun it was it was pretty remarkable and i think um i think they said like their the, the valuation of their team doubled since he got there or something like that i mean it people are people are like well you know beckham came here and so and so came here and um whatever uh but this is different this is like michael jordan like you know almost close to his prime different like it's just there's something there there's so, there, there
0: yeah so a little fu- a little fun fact about that stadium that they that inner you know, miami plays in it's in um it's technically in fort lauderdale and that is it's uh used to be called lockhart stadium uh and the dark clouds sing a song uh about crappy old lockhart where the last men's team to win a trophy, um, professional men's team to win a trophy, was uh, Minnesota. The Minnesota Stars at Crappy Old Lockhart back in 20, yeah. 2011. So um, it's funny they literally just repurposed that state, like that stadium. Like they built, their are building, they built like temporary stands basically while they're um, they were waiting on getting approval, and then finally got approval, and are now I think are about to start building a stadium closer to downtown Miami, but. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of amazing thinking, seeing, like, I watched a game, um, where Messi is playing now, <laughs> uh, like, that's kind of bonkers, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then there's been, like, um, there's been great players in this league before that we've seen come over and do well and stuff, but just, just nothing like this. This is, you know, whole nother level, so. Yeah. It's exciting. It's, it makes the league fun you know, I have that MLS league pass and I haven't used it much and this will make me use it more. And it's kind of getting your casual fans um, involved. And people so, are, people are asking me like, my son wants to know, like, is it, you know, Messi or Ronaldo and different things. And it's like, oh, I haven't heard this like level of excitement around soccer in America in ever, unless like so, the U S is like in the world cup or something.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that's, so that, so you, you're getting that. Like, I mean, I, obviously I, I think I, I, I surround myself with um, mostly soccer people, so like I, it's all, we're all like you know whatever. I, I know you have a probably a, a more diverse group of of people that you you know hang out with and things. Um, um, so you're but you are you're getting like that sort of feedback from people on Messi and MLS and stuff.
1: Yeah, I think your average person knows about it. They're at least excited that he's here. Um, I think it's definitely bringing the more more casuals in for sure
0: that's that's good to know i mean yeah and, and uh, ideally yes hopefully <laughs> like that's that's the whole the whole point of the thing right is to get more people engaged with um with the league and stuff so if they're if that's happening i think that you know whatever however much money that the league is paying and what like 50 million dollars something like that um it, we don't even for, know they don't tell you for it. like
1: they don't tell you for like a year like how much people make um oh, and yeah. yeah like we've seen like we've seen great players here right like like when um like there was flashes of Zlatan where I was like, Oh my God, this guy's fucking unbelievable. Right. Yeah. Like um, you are not Zlatan. You should get the vaccination or whatever is Zlatan. <laughs> but I mean, and I was happy when he didn't have a great game in the playoff game here, yes. but mess, but messy. It like, what is he like 34 years old? Like just coming off of like his prime of like the arguably the greatest player that ever lived is like, another level right? right so it's exciting right. it's cool it's really cool um okay what do you want to go to next
0: <laughs> uh all right i think we've got time for maybe one more topic here we can we can we can uh uh show some of these stuff for next week but um
1: okay let me let me just say this because somebody you, you wanted pick, you pick okay so so let me just say this on on rfk junior i don't want to feel like people to think i'm like ducking this or whatever or or whatnot i i don't have a lot of thoughts on him okay i um i would like to speak more to like third third parties and i would like to speak more to like third party idea in particular okay so theoretically i think it would be good to have more parties right i think more seats at the table a different structure would be beneficial there's kind of an area of folks who are fiscally conservative but that are socially liberal that don't really have a home in our uh political realm the problem is is that we do have a two-party system here and typically you know only ross perot who got the 19 percent really took a big chunk of a national vote like that with a third party and so i think it's unlikely to happen Um, i think his original background from being well educated, working on the environment, you know, river keepers, all that is laudable. He hasn't had much actual political experience. I don't find him to be a serious candidate, although I didn't find Donald Trump to be a serious candidate and he won. So that doesn't mean anything. It's just, I'm not big into conspiracy theories. I don't care that much about the vaccine and all that stuff anymore, which seems to be kind of the sole issue that he's running on and Back, so vaccines um,
0: not just not just the covid vaccine like vaccines like yes an, yes an anti-semite and an anti-vaxxer so um let's just call say what it is like that's so yeah go, go, go ahead sorry
1: yeah and, and, and i just you know i'm not that big into conspiracy theories i think actually probably um ironically the biggest conspiracy theory that i am open to is is his uncle i think that something maybe more happened with JFK. I haven't read the whole Warren Commission, but uh, I think a lot of the stuff that I've seen is is junk science. It's stuff that's been thrown out that's been shown to be demonstrably false, and um, I just don't think that it's um it's likely to catch on. I I I think the idea that you like the that folks like these no labels parties or they want kind of a purple party. I think theoretically that's good, but I don't I don't find him in particular to be. Um, to be a successful uh, third party in my uh, estimation. So yeah, that, that's no, where I would be on that.
0: No, I listen, as someone who has voted for Green Party candidates um, most of my life, uh, I would love if we had a, a, a further left party and a more centrist party that, you know, had like to your point of this. Cens- isn't
1: it weird in some countries, the Green Party is a right party too? Yeah, like I've like looked at some international elections and I'm like, what's going on here? Like I would. Yeah. I expected it's, that but.
0: It is weird. Yes. Um I mean I raise my hand. I fucking voted for Ralph Nader um back in uh, Nader's Raiders in, two, in 2000 um that first election and uh so I, I get it and I you know I'm also a, a pragmatist and a realist when it comes to the fact that you know we we have a two-party system like the yep. you know it's again this goes back to like perfect is the enemy of good, right? Like if we had a perfect system It'd be yeah. everybody would have a party that they could support but the problem is is that like then you have then you have these coalition governments which is what you know a lot of europe is, is run by as yep. coalition governments and and then um
1: you've got to get some pretty strange allies on your side and yes like, i don't
0: there. know if, if, if we don't need to talk about like israel but like what the netanyahu like the part like the coalition that he's pieced together is like it's you know a, a generally pretty conservative party but you know but but Insane, S- right? Like a sane conservative party, and then like some absolutely batshit crazy people and parties who um are want to do really crazy, insane, weird stuff. And so you have to then have to like you have to balance the competing agendas and things like that. So, um, you know, the the fact that we have what we have is you know what it's you know obviously been we, the, there has there used to be three there used to be more multiple parties in the U.S. too. It's 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 the really Wings yeah um so it's it's not like it's not a thing that we that us has never done it's never been in our lifetime obviously where we've had a uh outside of like said ross perot and maybe ralph nader and the green party a little bit in the in like the 2000s um
1: well ross I mean, perot Jeff- had those great that ross perot had those great charts though remember he <laughs> he had a like, big the big yeah. charts Power powerpoints before graphs.
0: PowerPoints before PowerPoints were a, a thing. So
1: <laughs> he was he was ahead of a time he's ahead of his time. Yeah. Um okay. Uh one last thing I have to get to. So my brother yeah. had a had a pretty important question about um heading back to work. So now we're going back to work now and it's gotten a little more casual and he's noticing that. So it's OK for women to wear the yoga pants to work, but they still are not allowing uh, men to wear sweatpants to work. And he wonders if this is a little bit um, uh, hypocrisy here. And then my 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 uh, sister-in-law said, well, why don't you wear the yoga pants? But I don't know if they have the the Lululemon, the men's sweatpants. They're getting pretty close to almost men's yoga pants. So I, I don't know. I don't really have a strong take on this other than business has gotten a lot more casual. I mean, I have a whole closet full of dress shirts and ties that I almost almost certainly never wear besides a a funeral or a wedding anymore, right? And um, it's almost to the point now where, um, you know, it used to be like, oh, is there holes in that person's jeans or whatever? And uh, I just don't think it really matters that much what you wear anymore, as long as it's like comforts the main thing right at least it's like acceptable to like wear to work you're not like showing a ton of skin or like kind of making people like uncomfortable but i think that in this in this new era of coming back to work out of covid things are going to be much more lax and and we've seen that
0: yeah you you want a hot take um yeah i think people should like women or men should not wear fucking yoga pants to like outside of your house like you wear yoga pants to fucking work out in and, and, and do yoga, not to go to the grocery store. Now I, so I'm a, I'm a big proponent of dressing up. Like I like, I like, I okay, okay. I'm, I'm not. And I'm not saying that women should like be wearing dresses, like, like exclusively like if you want to wear a, a suit or whatever or jeans. That's fine. I think that
1: you, wearing, you want them wearing, in those long Amish robes all the time. Is that, is that I what do. you're trying yes, to hand, say? Hands,
0: hands, hands tail style. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> I think we're, if you wear yoga pants outside, like outside of your house and you're not like working outside of your house, like you're that's, I think I find that offensive. Honestly, I'm just, I'm not going to lie about this. Like I, it's one of my hottest takes I think I've ever had. That is, that's um, an
1: interesting one. Like you, well, you, he, he you, had this, he had this question about jeans. He was saying, why is everybody wearing jeans? I'm not a rancher. I'm not a cow. Like I'm not a cowboy. Like we're almost like, well, how do we even end up with jeans? And then my other brother was like, well, you know, before that they wore these even more uncomfortable pants and people had to start doing the, you know, working to yeah. sifting gold, the gold rush and all this and Levi Strauss made blah, blah, blah. And. Whatever. And so it's kind of like we jeans. are wearing clothes that like don't make sense for our profession. Like, why right. am I wearing jeans like doing Excel? Right. But like, jeans. yeah, it's it's goofy.
0: So I, I have I have the same thing about cargo shorts. Like, I'm I, I fucking hate cargo shorts. I think they're tacky <laughs> and uh aggressively bad. Um, but I, I'll 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 allow that because I understand I understand the usefulness of cargo shorts. There's no usefulness for yoga pants other than working out, right? Like you can't there's no pockets, you can't put shit in there. Um so like, I, Maybe they're this, just
1: really it, comfortable. I don't know. I'm I haven't worn sh- it. You know uh, sure. That'll be my goal for this week is I'll try some yoga pants on and see how comfortable I'm, they truly I'm are. I'm sure they
0: are. I'm sure they are. But you know where I like to be comfortable? In my house. So sure. I, you know, like, I don't want to be comfortable. Like If no you
1: offense, got it, flaunt it, David. Be, Hot boy be, summer. Let's I, go. Listen,
0: as the proponent of five inch inseam shorts. Um, I know. I, I was going to say, I, it's a little, bit,
1: uh, a little bit hypocritical here on your part. You're showing a lot of leg. It's not. A lot. Of leg. It's not
0: it's not about what you're showing with the yoga okay, pants. Okay. it it sh- it, it, shows pants to me, it shows to me that it shows to me that you uh, don't care about the thing that you're doing whether that is uh, grocery shopping oh, or going interesting. to work or, it's also, the like,
1: sanctity it's the sanctity of the event oh okay maybe okay maybe, I yeah, see that's probably interesting. And honestly, interesting like, I, I, like I got, I'm not I, wearing my baseball uniform to like go around you know
0: yeah um, and, and also and honestly, like I don't like
1: mow the no, lawn or whatever.
0: No offense, like I don't want to be comfortable at work. Like, why would I wear something that makes me feel comfortable? Like, mm. you know. So, oh man, we're gonna, um, have
1: to, we're gonna have to save this for episode three.
0: <laughs> maybe there's, maybe. More, there's we, more. We can get back to it. So, yeah. All
1: right, brother. Well, I am on vacation this week. Yes. You have yourself a goddamn great week, you and um, you're gonna try to get the pot up tomorrow. I was promising uh, people. Yes. Perhaps.
0: Yes, I may, maybe even later today. I, I got to download, download. Let's the Zoom go. Stuff I'll then, listen to um, it on
1: my way out to uh, out to Hayward, Wisconsin, and make sure that uh, you know I don't sound like a complete moron. But um, all right, all right. Hey, well, hey everybody, get at us. Let us know topics you want, um, and and I appreciate the you know the feedback we've got from folks saying that. Oh, yeah. you know, just the night, like oh, I like, I like hearing your voice. I hadn't heard you in a while. Like we really appreciate it, man. Like I, you know, this has been really fun for me. Yeah. So.
0: There yeah, me, me too um yeah hit us up um mnsvs on twitter uh, you can meet, reach me at Texas L or Grady. what's your handle again i always i always forget it
1: the game grade a 27 get at me uh guy.
0: yeah uh hit us up and, and let us know it should this should be on pretty much all the podcast um feeds and stuff now so i think
1: i think apple's the only one that's holding out on me okay. and, uh, and 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 i don't know and i'm soundcloud i'm not sure about either but besides yep. yeah google iheart everywhere else you got Spotify, it. yep, Spotify. All right. Have Get
0: a have a good uh, have a good week off of work, man. love you know, all. I'll talk to you this Peace. week. Peace. Namaste. And And if they like fishing and out the everybody let me you can say okay. No your hands in the air. And wave on like it's okay. And if they like fishing with and out the pinch everybody let me you can say